don't give me that invisible stuff again. Honest. And there were footsteps with no feet. And a grip that was unpacking itself. All right, boys, let's go. <laughs> they're private eyes, they are. And they're tickled to death, as you may be, that their first job is a murder case. Only a man they can't see is driving them to distraction. I said pull over to the... A blonde is trying to booby-trap them. And the syndicate is trying to set them up for a quick one, too. <laughs> Buddy, you know I'm no fighter. Oh, what's the difference? Look, watch this. My uncle is worried, too, about the... About the effect of the drug on my mind? Invisibility gives me a sense of power, for good or for evil. Neither of you get a chance to tell the cops anything. Now look, pal, let's talk this thing over. Let's go. Everybody, welcome to the Late Late Horror Show. Uh, what is going on? Uh, What's yeah. going on? Big, big news. No, I'm joking. Is that I don't big know news? What, is there? I don't know. Yeah, we, uh, Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man for tonight is what we're going to be talking about. Is this one of those and, movies before 1940 that nobody cares about? Uh, I'm sure, but I'm talking about it anyways. We've because got about 8,000 likes on it before we even because, get the damn show. Because I love Abbott and Costello, and we're going to get into and talk about it a little bit here. But this is 1951. 51. Uh, yeah, 1951. Yeah, my dad was born. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, th this is after uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which... Um, was a big success. And was that the first of their probably movies? Or they, it was no, the they first. Did another, they, didn't they do like a ghost one, hold that ghost? Or, well, yeah. That, but it wasn't a universal monster in it. But it was a no, but com, it, it was like the first comedy horror. That they yeah, did. it was called Hold That Ghost. I've never seen it. Oh, my God, Ted. It, it's one of their, it's one of their fa fa the favorites of mine mm -hmm. uh, from Abbott Costello. But Frank, Basically, it's a gangster movie. A lot of these movies in the 40s, you know, involve gangsters You think they just sort. had scripts and then they just kind of reworked it so Evan Costello could be in it? Well, it's funny you say that. Hello, reviews from the beyond. Oh, all what right, is going somebody. on? Somebody's um, not watching that Jason fan movie. Somebody's yeah, coming I know, over here. I, yeah, I know you can watch it anytime. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it's funny that Chat you... Chat with us. It's Yeah, come <laughs> come have some fun. Talk some Abbott and Costello. Um, that. It's funny that you mentioned that uh, because uh, what did you just say? <laughs> well, that some of their some of these movies seem like they were scripts laying around that they kind of rework. Right. So hey, here's a script we could just and, put and Evan Costello in. Here. I don't know why my mind went like blank. this one, for instance. But 
this technically was going to be the next Invisible Man, uh, Invisible Man movie oh. in a series. And okay. with, with the attention that Abbott and Costello were getting in the uh, Mead Frankenstein movie, they decided, hey, let's reword... Uh, rework it. Rework, rework the script. The script. And let's let's get Abbott and Costello in there. And, and they turned it into an Abbott and Costello movie. And technically, technically, this movie is not a horror movie, okay, other than The Invisible Man. And, and a very brief mention of Claude Rains' character. Yeah, but, they, they show Claude Rains at the, the very beginning. Um, on the back, his little picture is on the wall from the original Invisible Man. And, I was going to say, does anybody know... Yeah. The kind of pipe that, that Lou's got in his mouth there a second ago. That, you know, those big Sherlock Holmes Sherlock pipes. Holmes what are those called? I don't know. I forget. But, I, I mean, if I'm I a smoked big, a pipe, that's what I would. Just, I'm a just big fan of those, thing. the old stuff. The old stuff. <laughs> but you know what? If you're on iTunes and YouTube, too, here, because uh, we do this YouTube live usually every right. Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern you know, if time. If you're in the live. French Foreign Legion, um, you're listening to us somewhere in Mali or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. There's yeah. Plenty of people overseas on iTunes through Apple uh, Podcasts and all that. But I, was I hope up you, on that today. I hope you French are. French Foreign Legion. Yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying. I hope you guys are enjoying the old-time radio shows that I've been putting up there for uh, the stretch to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been putting. I started with Dracula and Frankenstein's up there. So uh, a lot of old time radio shows that I love. They are fantastic, and uh, it's just a bygone era, and, and just uh, it's a thing you awesome kind of got to ease into, I guess. You know, it's like ease you, into you, this. You, you have a pretty big collection of, oh, yeah. of those kinds of things. Yeah, and, um, you know, it, it's just kind of neat. You got to, you know. I don't know. You use your imagination a little bit. You do. Well, yeah. And I even I like don't know. Radio, audio, radio. But they've even done newer do. ones. You know, they, there's a Blood on Satan's Claw one. Yeah. Which is like talk uh, about that an hour long. longer than the actual movie. Right. There's a Pet Cemetery one. There's one for the Mist. Those are the Pet Cemetery ones. Actually, very good. Very yeah, creepy. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all know there's Star Wars. There's uh, the the, the ones, ones I like love that. though are, are you know the Just throwbacks the all the way from the 30s and yeah. 40s. And, and, and speaking Nothing like the OG. Yeah, well, Abbott and Costello. They started. That's well, where they got started their big. Well, they started in burlesque. In burlesque houses. Yes, and that's where they got all their that's where they met zingers and, and their mm-hmm. you know their lines and all that kind of stuff. And uh, then and then through, the through burlesque. And it's funny that it took a long time for Abbott and Costello to finally meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bud's character um, in the movies, technically the con man, the straight guy. Right. Usually, uh, technically, is exactly who he was in real life. You know, started off in the burlesque and kind of um, conned his way into circuses. Didn't go to school. Uh, you know, would, would get Coney Island. Mm-hmm. He was a young kid. Uh, charged people, I think, ten cents, something like that, to get out of the uh, mirror maze because he knew how to get he in. Knew and how out. to get out? And uh, would, yeah, would, he really had it easy because no, you know he. He's not the funny one in the group, you no, know. I mean, no. I know you got it takes two to work out the skits, yeah. but you know, it's not like Laurel and Hardy. Tiger Man, have, uh, flaming it up. What's two right? guys that are funny and doing yeah. funny things, you know. Well, the straight man is kind of underrated because he kind of controls what's going on, and that was right. kind of a big deal when they first met. Uh, when they first saw each other for the first time, and like uh, 
You know, the burlesque, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the going around. Uh, in New York City, I believe. He saw him, and, and Bud saw Lou. Look, the little, little fat little, one. little chubby guy. Just so you know who's who in case you don't. Yeah. Uh, saw him doing his physical comedy uh, with a straight man. And mm-hmm. the straight man Bud saw... You know, this guy, you know, all these straight guys just aren't reeling him in because he would just go off, go go off scene, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not keep it together because he was just too wild. Uh, and he said, you know what? I could reel him in. I could keep him in the scene, keep it going, and I think we got something here. We was got it, a star. Was it one of their future wives or something that kind of well, encouraged but, them to get together? Yes. I thought I was reading about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was Lou's wife who in, encouraged it, and one night they kind of... Uh, both wives and husbands, Bud and Lou. Uh, had or if they dinner. were married yet, you know, they, they married. They both married burlesque girls. Nice so. to see uh, uh, in the chat there, Tiger Man. Uh, it's a busy night out there in Horror Land, so uh, yes, we're not going to get too many people business. here. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're going on with the show, anyways. But um, yeah, they got together for dinner and really uh, said, "Hey, let's do this, What's man." They had steak, and I think uh, he was a big lobster guy. All right, lobsters. Um, yeah, he had some lobsters. I don't eat that shit. I like but that shit. Getting to the, <laughs> getting to the. Hey, and we for our Patreon tonight, uh, we got Ted's Friday. You can hold it up real quick. Shall I? You got to be a Ted's, Patreon. Ted's got the box set Ooh. of the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I know. There's eight billion unboxing videos. Yeah, probably. But this already. is going to be my video. Yeah. So, so he got it in the mail today. Today. And we are going to be talking about it live on Patreon after this. Right. So, uh, but getting back to the movie. Disc disc. Getting back to the movie. Th- yes. This was directed by Charles Lamont, who, who? The, the guy directed like 236 movies back in the day. And, and like six of the Abbott and Costello movies towards the end of their career, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, which, this movie, no, I mean... F- Abbott Costello me Frankenstein is, is probably one of the better Abbott Costello right, movies. Right, that one's enjoyable. We've done a show on that, and that's fun. Yeah, and I would call that a, a horror comedy. Right. This one, not so much. You say horror comedy because it's, it Seems involves... Seems a little phoned in. It, well, and it involves the Invisible Man. But, like most of the movies of this time, mm-hmm. it... It mostly involves... Well, this one is kind of film noirish. It involves a, a boxer. Right. Uh, the Invisible Man is getting framed. So they throw that storyline in right. there. His manager's been killed. Yeah. Because Who, he yeah. was throw a fight. Yeah. And he didn't. Kind hey, of, Beth. Like, oh, who's here? Beth Hess is here. Oh, hey, what's up? Nice to see you here. We're talking um, some old school stuff. Kind of like in Pulp Fiction, all right? Yeah. When Bruce Willis's character was supposed to, you know... Uh, throw the fight, and then he ended up, you know, knocking a guy out. Well, he killed the guy in Pulp Fiction, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, knocks the guy out, and then his manager gets whacked. Right. You know, because cause his manager told me, you know, he's the one that made the deal. And he's so, stuck, and they're stuck in that room. Right, mm-hmm. so they, they're blaming the fighter for it. Yeah. And Abbott and Costello in this film have just graduated detective school. Right, they've just become I detectives. I didn't know they had detective Privatized. school. Privatized. <laughs> Haven't you seen the Three Stooges? <laughs> How many times did they be- become, you know, detectives? They don't look like they went to school. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what this movie has—it's nineteen. Find their ass with both hands, <laughs> right? But what this film has in nineteen fifty-one, you got the Invisible Man thrown in there. You got the, the framing of 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 his character. 
uh, of murder, and mm-hmm. then you get the two detectives. Uh, this all going on in the 40s and 50s, big deal. Uh, film noir, like I said, I always a detective going. In. And this detective in here is William Frawley. If you know, I love Lucy. He plays the next door neighbor, Fred Mertz. Fred Mertz, and um, he. And he was on My Three Sons. And it's funny, the, the guy. The guy looked before Uncle Charlie came on. When the guy was in <laughs> I Love Lucy, and at the time, maybe sixty something years old, still whatever, looks the same. Looked exactly like he did when he was twenty. Yep. The guy, he, he, he never changed. He was 20 years old. I mean, I'm telling you. He, he looked like Fred He Mertz. hit 20, and he looked like Fred Mertz, and ne- and seemed to be so like 67 the whole time. This is the look that I'm going but, with. But, um, yeah, no, very funny. Uh, but, yeah, you, you have a detective um, who's chasing them around, you know, try, trying to, you know, you know, frame Bud and Lou, you know. I know you got something to... You know, to do with this, but um, you got that. You know, it's so kind, of a, kind of a gangster uh, movie too. So it's kind of all of that thrown in a pot and mixed up together. So, so. they they graduate detective school. Yes, they do. And they're even though like Lou was you know like last in the class. Like I, I think Bud even mentions you know I had to yeah. bribe the dean to pass you. But <laughs> we're a team. We, we graduate they, like, together. Given a position. Yeah. With a yeah. with a detective agency. Yeah, yeah. And they just. Happened to be the only ones there when this fighter, you know, wearing the big trench coat because yeah, the yeah. cops are looking for him. Tommy Nelson. Up. Tommy, yeah. Tommy and, Nelson. And he's not much of a villain in this movie. I, I, I'll give you that. I mean, just no. I mean, I mean, the monocane does start to make him go mad a little bit. And if you haven't seen me and Ted's original Invisible Man commentary, yes, Universal Horror. We used monocane. Me and Ted used monocane, and we took the wraps off and disappeared. <laughs> My kids still don't know how that happened. We still don't know how we did they that. They watched that. And got, how did that happen? But you want to see some special effects? Go look at the That's very right. beginning of our Invisible Man commentary. Very these, these on are YouTube. Good special effects make you lose your breakfast cereal all over. Yeah, you. yeah, no, fantastic. But no, the, Tommy Nelson's character in this, who plays the Invisible Man, um, not very evil, except when he got drunk and he's he's a smart ass and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, not really so much a killer in the, as in the first one, you know, doesn't, you know, because in the first one, Claude Rains, he's technically, it does start mad. making him a, it's funny, there's a couple scenes in this movie too, that they took just right from the original Invisible Man, yeah. the, the guinea pig scene where he shoots it up with the, yeah, that's from one of the serum. sequels for sure. Yeah, I can't it, remember which sequel it is. But they, yeah. they just kind of reverse it where it's yep. trapped on the, you know, tied down to the table and same it's moving around. damn thing. And when he gets undressed in the woods with the suitcase, mm-hmm. uh, right from the Invisible Man. So uh, but I still kind of just that use the those effect, the invisibility yeah. effect, was still so much better in the original than it was in this. Than in this one, yeah. I thought this one was fine, but I thought it just was right. better. You know, taking the wrappings off and seeing it a Arthur little at a time. Arthur Brimmer, what is going on in the yeah, YouTube chat? How you doing, buddy? I'm surprised we got uh, we got this many with you guys. So thank you. Yeah, with all that going on, you know, tonight. But uh, anyways, uh, which I think I'm going to do my own video on that. Uh, never hike in the snow. But anyways, because um, uh, that trailer. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So, so doesn't the, this fighter? He's got he's got a lady friend who's. Oh, he's got a lady friend. Uh, is it her uncle or grandfather or father? I don't... It's Helen Gray. Uh, I watched this movie a week ago. So. Her name's Helen Gray. She's the love interest, and her father's the doctor, uh, Philip Gray, mm-hmm. who um, is helping Tommy Nelson. He's you working know, he's, with he's this working invisibility serum. serum. Yeah, he's, now, is he related to 
the original character that played? The, I can't remember. They, they have they his do picture mention, up there. They, they mention it at the very beginning. What was his name? John Griffin or whatever. Yeah, in the original. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. They do mention him. There's a picture of Claude Rains yeah, on the yeah, wall, yeah. and that's about it. Well, that's all but you I, need. I think that's what Tommy wants. He wants him to shoot him up with that monocane so that you know well, yeah, he, he can find out who killed his manager. Yeah, yeah, and of course he's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah see? Uh, but yeah, no, he, he gets shot up with the serum and... and um, but he does he does not go mad in this film. It's it's kind of got a different twist ending, if you want to call it that. Um, it's not I who am mad. What? <laughs> no, it's it just, is not I. I was just thinking right instead. Well, hey, it is the, not I who am crazy. It the, is I who am mad. How about the ending, though, to the original Invisible Man? I mean, with, mm-hmm. with Claude Rains just like appear, you know, the, you get the veins. Yeah. Very cool special effects. And that's what this you know, doctor warns. He's like, you know, the, the original guy, you know, he didn't. Become visible again until he croaked. Exactly. Yeah. I don't care, see? Yeah. Shoot me up with that stuff, see? Yeah, I, I believe in you. Come I trust on, you, Doc, see? Yeah, see? Yeah, you got the serum now. Come on, yeah, now. see? What? Mugs, eh? Uh, but yeah, he... Rough him up, see? <laughs> Oh, man. Get that serum from him, see? The gangsters in the left. Give him a laugh. Give him a right. <laughs> when he's boxing. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah, give him a laugh, see? Give him a double cut when you Come got on, it, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll um, teach him. You know, mess with Rocky. We should just do an hour of, yeah, say, yeah, what? Got you, <laughs> right? Yeah. D- two hours. <laughs> Got to walk, right? Say, yeah. Like Where are you going, yeah? Hey, by the way, people, <laughs> we may have a Halloween fan film coming up here yeah. shortly. We're working on we, we, it. Yeah. Wheels in motion. Just got to free up some motion. time. It's a yeah, little, yeah. when you're old like us and have jobs and wives <laughs> and kids, it's uh, a little harder to make yeah. fan films. But um, but we're gonna do a fa- more of a fan film short. Yeah. I call it that. But yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna give away yeah, the don't title. Don't expect a feature like film. I'm not gonna give away the title yet. But when when it happens, you guys will all know about it. And, That's right. Um, it'll be fun. It'll star it'll someone you fun. you are familiar with. Someone who's very sexy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it'll star. Oh, anyway. But yeah, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So he becomes invisible. And it'll be shot in 3D. Right. Native 3D. <laughs> We're putting all the works on, you got to put the red and blue glasses on, We're say. getting real good backing, yeah, see? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got deep pockets here, yeah. Um, yeah, we got Indiegogo's. we got GoFundMe's. <laughs> Indiegogo's. we got PayPal's. Um, we don't do none of that shit. We do it ourselves. Exactly. We the use wood thing. and rocks and... If it comes out like I think, and we, and I and it's all done by me myself, it's going to be. Fa- we'll I, make I, the whole I'll thing. Will cost us fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Burger King. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's the most expensive part: buying the Whopper. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I gave away a spoiler. Sure, sure, sure. Um, anyways, um, it doesn't have to be a Whopper. You know, I like the girlfriend of. The the gangster. Yeah, uh, I like that dame. Boots Marsden is boots. her name. Imagine calling your chick Boots. Yeah, where'd you get yeah, that boots. name? Boots. Get Boots in here. Yeah, where'd hey, Boots, boots. Come Where's from, that yeah? dog? <laughs> what you doing, Boots? Yeah. We're going to lose them all. What you, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. They're, they're, yeah, it's our Edward G. Robinson. It, it comes up throughout the years. I just think of those stupid Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, hey, Muggs, hey. <laughs> Bugs Bunny hides them in the, uh, in the trunk. Yeah, well, he hides them everywhere. In the trunk, and, 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 and in the, the stove. stove. <laughs> you know, get in here. Hey, they never find you in here. Yeah, and then Bugs hey. Bunny's playing the cop. Hey, hey he's in the stove. Is he he's in the stove. Would I throw a lit match in there? <laughs> no, no, I guess you wouldn't. 
<laughs> I guess it wouldn't. He's, he's in the oh, shit. Fuck, I'm getting just a cramp. Throwing cramp, cramp banging say. pots and pans. Like, Boy, what a pal. What a pal. What a pal. Don't laugh. Grab it. Don't laugh. And he's getting blue, bruised eyes. What a, what a pal. What a pal. What a pal. <laughs> Oh shit! I love bugs, but buddy. That's what, but anyway, they, they rob that bank, and, and bugs keeps like popping up, going, "Yo, and he's passing out. one for you, one for no. me, one for." And bugs keeps one, two, three for you, popping up, and me, boss, one for you, and me, <laughs> boss, one for you, hey, hey one for me. And then at the end, bugs has got all the money. Hey, rabbit, where's that dog? No. <laughs> oh, <God>, okay, <laughs> my jaws are starting to hurt. Okay, come on. Okay, so it's called racketeer rabbit. It, racketeer it's, rabbit, yeah. It is. Oh. <laughs> Okay, let's get to the movie. Let's, okay, so is there anything else to talk about? Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it could be a short one, but hey, look at that I tell you what, I tell you, tell you what. Out of the three, well, there's four. Well, five. Okay, so I'm going to keep going. Well, it's Frank. It's well, it was it was um. Hold that ghost was okay. technically the first scary kind of right. Uh, yeah, I think house he did like six. And, and then you get um. Meet Frankenstein, which is by far their most popular. Because right. it also has Wolfman and right. a little cameo from the Invisible Bella, Man. Bella, Vincent Price at the end. I mean, come on, you got a shit ton of people. Right. That's who they should have got for this movie. Yeah, well, yeah. Vincent Price makes any movie better. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what the reasoning on why they couldn't get him, but because he ended Frankenstein. Vincent Price wasn't going to do this. Well. But anyways, then after this movie, you get. Um, Abbott and Costello meet the killer Boris with Karloff. Boris Karloff. It's called the killer Boris actually, Karloff. Actually, that well, was... Boris Karloff isn't even a killer in it. Well, it's... actually, that was before this one. Right, right. Um, so so that was before this one. And, well, Boris Karloff plays kind of a, a killer in this movie. He's not a killer. He's like a... Isn't he like a gypsy or a fortune teller kind of... Whatever you would call, yeah. Well, he's in the movie. It's yeah. Meet the Killer. And, that, that's one thing we can say. We can, uh, he's okay. in the movie. But but that movie is a fantastic movie. He hypnotizes them over and over in the movie, and they do stupid stuff. And um, He kills nobody in that movie. Right. <laughs> he kills nobody. Right. Well, no, somebody ends up dead, though, at the beginning. Not by anyway. his hands. I mean, maybe by boredom. <laughs> okay, so you don't like that movie? Okay, no, anyway. it's, you know what? I'm on record. Abbott and Costello yeah. are my favorite. I, I I find something in every movie of theirs that's good. Yeah, um, bits and even in this movie, some I some of the little bits were funny. Done. And if you want to watch it for free, there's a bunch of them on that new app they keep advertising, Peacock. Okay, you yeah. sign up for that. It's free. NBC and, Peacock, and it's yeah. on there with with a. Actually, they've got a lot of good movies on there. I would recommend all Abbott the classic yeah. uh, Universals. Okay. Hammers are on there. Well, you know, good. some Abbott, some Hitchcock. So you're praising keep, Peacock. They're good. Uh, it's, so far, it's enough to keep. If you haven't seen these films, it's enough to keep you short ones. Okay. Like in this, there were three. Okay. Okay. Breaks. So you got that movie, Meet the Killer. Then you go to this one, Invisible Man, and then you get. Abbott Costello meet the Mummy, and, and yeah. I think I think the Mummy is better a better movie than even the Invisible Man. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed. I haven't the watched Mummy. it ages. I have it, but I yeah, Abbott and Costello meet the Mummy is fantastic, and, and and you're getting a little bit older, uh, Abbott and Costello. Um, this is where they start going, but they they hit a good good one with Abbott and Costello meet the Mummy, uh, and then 
The uh, last one is Abbott Costello meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, one of the later ones, and didn't involve, it, there was a lot more characters like that surrounded them. We needed um, a good universal Jekyll and but Hyde movie. Still a good movie, but you know they weren't in it we as much a, as they should we be. We got that one from 1932, but I think it was Paramount. For which one? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Oh, Hyde. Oh, yeah. No, Fantastic. no. The one you talk about all oh, the yes, time. Oh, that's right? it. Yeah. Fantastic movie. But it's a movie before 1940 that nobody cares about. I do. Well, if you're a classic horror... Yeah, not if you're a you douchebag. <laughs> Whatever. But, again, once you get toward the, towards the end of his career, their career... Um, Didn't they officially break up in, like, 57? I think something like that. I mean, they went so on to do... this was really close towards the end. Yeah, I mean, they went on to do, uh, actually, the same time Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis... Came along, which took the the wind out of the sails of Abbott and Costello. Well, plus, they were just overexposed. They were overexposed. We were looking before the show started. If you look between 1941 and, and yeah. the early 50s, right? I mean, it's an amazing amount of movies. At least two, two a three, year. Two, two three, three movies every year. Yeah. I mean... Not to mention, uh, you know, well, they did the old-time radio show. There was the Abbott and Costello show. And they had a TV show. show. And they had the Colgate uh, Comedy Hour with right. um, Abbott and Costello show. They had yeah. a TV show that was that went into syndication. You can still yeah. see that on TV now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I, to tell you the truth, I thoroughly... I think the TV show is funnier than the movies. I thir- Well, I wouldn't go that far. I thoroughly enjoy the TV show just as much as the movies. Really? Some, uh, especially the ones that have what's his name? Ted. Some of the movies are just fantastic. I like Buck Private. Buck Private is like great. That. In the Navy is just probably yeah. one of their funniest movies. Um, you, you get uh, who are the f- girls again that are always in there? Oh my God! There the were three. the uh, oh um, the, the sisters the the, the singers. Uh, what's the sister's name? The, the Andrews sisters. Andrews, yeah. yeah, yeah Andrews sisters, ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they sing the songs. Yeah. Because they always had to put, this one doesn't, thank goodness, but they always had to put a musical number in the right. movies back then. Yeah, yeah. But but fantastic. I mean, again, for me, or any Abbott and Costello fan, I know you're a fan, but somewhat not as much as right. any I mean, of the others. But I like all classic comedy, but they're probably like on the bottom, like if I had to take all the classics, oh, no. they, they'd probably be on the bottom of my list. Oh, jeez. Okay. You know, if Lauren Hardy's at the top, Evan yeah. Costello's at the bottom. You know, I, yeah, I, I won't get. Mark in Brothers are in the middle. I, I won't maybe. get in a debate about all of that because they're all great. You know. Yeah, in their own way. But th- there's something about Abbott Costello that I just thoroughly enjoy. I think it was the just being the older movies, and, and I just like maybe their it's style just because it's too do. many films that just seem like where they're shoehorned in, whereas. You know, take like Laurel and Hardy films. Not so much the features, but the classic shorts. Even though it doesn't say Stan Laurel wrote that, yeah, he he wrote right, those right. for him and, and and Ollie. Yeah, you know the early Buster Keatons. He did hands on everything. Charlie Chaplin was maniacal. Right, you know it was all under his control. Yeah, um, you know the Stooges. I, I don't. Stooges could just do their thing in any given situation, right. and if you like watching guys hit each other, then then you're cool. Marx Brothers could be a little over the head sometimes. Like I don't know too many chicks that like Marx Brothers. Yeah, well, I don't know why that is, but I I, I know some it's, people who like some girls who like Marx Brothers. You know, and, but it's just the point that you know you that's the kind of they're a little you have to listen. Uh, yeah, they're abstract humor. Right. I, they, mean, I mean, they're out there. They're they're like. 
behind mile, you, you, a, lot, you, a lot of mile a minute jokes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and you got to catch up to him, and you're like, wait, what? What, what, did, oh, what did he just say? Yeah, <laughs> you know? but funny as hell. I mean, right. I, but I get what you're saying. I mean, Three Stooges can just be very outright dumb. But oh, they are. They're outright dumb. But that's what's but that's, fun about them. Right. There's very um, little. Yeah. Like, like there's rarely a. Uh, like a zinger or a line in a yeah. Stooges film that I love. There, there are a handful, and I can name them. But it's um, just the overall episode, you know, that gets you, pulls you in. And here, I it just apart from you know some of their best bits and things. Yeah, a lot of times they feel shoehorned in. At well, least these films. Well, I th- I think that's the thing with with Abbott and Costello. That they, they, they shoehorned is fine. I I'll. I'll Respect if it work, that. If it works, it works. But, I mean, they, they were brought up in burlesque. Mm-hmm. And burlesque was all about, you know, spinning the yarn and one, like, kind of one-liners and, and, and certain kind of jokes and humor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, most of their movies, the, the, the funny one-liners and jokes that they would throw out there had nothing to do with the movies. Right. You know? So, you know... They revolved the movie around them, and they were. And it started with One Night in the Tropics, which you know, kind of bombed. Even though I really love it to this day, I mm-hmm. love that film. But then they went on to, you know, they said, "Hey, you know, these guys are just way too funny. We're going to star them in the movie." Right. And they gave them Buck Privates, and boom, yeah, that was huge. Ten million dollars. Matter and, of fact, I think they yeah. even had another movie in the can. Yeah. But they held on to that one. Right. And then I think they did that Navy one or something because they wanted to get another, like, service picture out Yeah, there. in the Navy. You know, because during Which, World War II, they were the highest paid comedy, comedy team. Oh, yeah. You know, and they did a lot of touring for the, you know, the Bonds and all that. So they... they yeah. But again, you know, they, unfortunately, they didn't get filthy, though, stinking rich. Well, I mean, they, had a, they had a little bit of know, a problem, a gambling problem. Yes, they did. And, you know, th- there were there's stories of them... you brought that up because that's... Yeah, there's stories of them sitting, you know, every chance they would get on the set, they'd go off to the trailer and, and they would be gambling. And, and uh, one one time the uh, the wife went in there and saw $10,000 just sitting on the table in between hands and she's like going, what the hell are you doing? And, you know, it just, it became an addiction. And, mm-hmm. you know, where at, you know, so, so they didn't end up millionaires when they were... No. At the end of their career. Unfortunately, they got screwed by the IRS, ended up taking just about everything from them. Yeah. Their houses, yeah. Uh, a lot of their income. They lost the rights to their films. Yep. Which, uh, you know, a, a lot of them, unless you were a filmmaker like Keaton, yeah. who owned his early films, but then he sold his soul, I guess, or whatever. Sold his soul. Well, to he the thought devil. he was making a good decision, yeah, but he didn't. No. Uh, Chaplin, of course, the family still controls, right. you know, those films. Um,. You know, and unfortunately, Laurel and Hardy films are all over the place, but they're being restored now beautifully. Thank goodness. Oh, and, and there's even a, a Kickstarter on there now for the Our Gang Little Rascal shorts. Okay. And they're they're restoring it. And dude, I've seen wow. some of the. You can go on and look at some of the restoration clips. Yeah. It looks like it was shot yesterday. Really. It's yeah. at the depth that you oh. see in that film. So if they can, you know, people are donating. Someone donated five thousand dollars. I mean, well, if you're a fan you know, and you got the money, man. I mean, if you geez, donate I at mean, least fifty bucks, you're guaranteed a copy of the of the Blu-ray, you know, and, and all that. I, I didn't donate just because I don't always have disposable there, cash to do things like that, but I will definitely buy it. Is there a complete collection anywhere out there? Yeah, yeah. On DVD, there's a, there's a complete collection of the of 80, all of the little rascals of the eighty and the shorts Arden. and some of the silence. Okay. Um, okay. 
of of the original like what were they called like the, not when they became when they were older right you know what were, is that called our gang or little rascals no it was our gang our gang so these would be the little rascals ones okay and there is a dvd collection of of those 80 shorts you know like yeah. when spanky's little baby and yeah, all yeah. that yeah i have that alfalfa but we, oh. they, they're showing comparisons here's what this looks like and here's if we restore it and we yeah. get enough money here's what the same one looks like wow and it's Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. When, when I um, got my Sherlock Holmes collection, that, that another fantastic uh, detective series by Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce mm-hmm. back in the 40s. Um, again, if, if you love old, you know, if you're an old soul and you love that old stuff, man, this, this stuff is just fantastic. But, um, you know, when I saw the restored versions of theirs, uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable how they could, you know, you get a good print and how they restore that process yep. and stuff like that. That's it's, key. They Getting just those original so, oh my God. negatives if you can. Yeah. As, as compared to the ones you see on, um, like, when we were growing up on yeah, TV. Yeah, watching where TV it was that's all, all like, torn up. And yeah, it's like, come Stutters on. and missing frames. Yeah. And, but anyways. But we're getting there. And this, see, that's cool yeah. that some of these things are getting preserved and we'll have them. Yeah, yeah. We'll have them one way or another. Whether you're a fan or not, it should all be preserved. Yeah, we, we don't want to continue to bore you since this ain't this real isn't horror. Boring. This is a great um, conversation. Well, I mean, talking about the movie and stuff, the, the conversation's great. Yeah. But um, but but this movie in particular, um, you know, ends up just like you would think it would end, you know, with... Um, well, it gets to some funny parts because they have to do this little investigation. Yeah. And they're scoping out the gym, all right, where, where Tommy... You know, would, would practice. Right. And the guy that he knocked on his ass is, you know, sparring in the ring. Well, that, okay. So this gets kind of funny. I'll let you. Yeah, no, no, it, it does. This gets kind of funny. The the, the 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 champion boxer, which, man, I can't remember his, his name off. Was off it just hand. Rocky or whatever? Yeah, I think it was, I think Rocky. It was, it was just it was, Rocky. It was Rocky. Yeah. Every Who would have known? Every fighter's name's Rocky. But this guy, you know. Hey, who? Uh, <laughs> Lou's character, uh, Lou Francis, which. It's funny the names, but that's a deeper story because um, they usually always keep their names in the movies. But anyways, getting to it, um, Rocky is is you know sparring with right. whoever and beating the crap out of them. And Lou and Tommy, who's invisible now, is mm-hmm. over by the punching bag and um, decides to go on this kind of like you know hey hey. Hit the bag, hit the bag. Right. You know, sh- show your skills, show your skills. So he's, Lou starts punching the bag. And he's going, dun, 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 it's dun, actually dun, dun. You know, the, the speed bag, but it's actually Tommy doing. And it's it. Tommy doing Invisible Man. He's going, boom, 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 and boom. Lou's just and Lou's using his elbow, but he's not even doing <laughs> he's it. He's not even touching it. He's he's like six inches away from it the whole time, and he's hitting at an least. elbow. He he'll even kick up his foot, which is like five <laughs> feet away from it at times when he spins around. And um, he's hitting the back of his head on it and stuff. <laughs> Using his head. <laughs> I'm telling you. That was funny. Watching it was funny as hell. And um, what ends up happening is um, Rocky comes out there and because everybody goes over there and says, look at the speed on that guy. Yeah. I haven't seen nothing like that since Tommy Nelson or whatever. Yeah, of course. And um, 
so they all go over there, and, and Rocky comes out. Yeah, what's this? You know, right. what's this? Who have you fought? Yeah, who have you fought? He here? names a couple. One of them is the director's name, Charlie Lamont. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, they throw in like names. And he's talking about directors. kids he got in a fight with at grade school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what he does is he he Tommy Nelson punches him and, and like. Lou's like really doesn't even hit him. Right. And everybody does it so fast. Everybody's like, that was so fast. I didn't even see him move. So he gets kind of this myth around around him. Louis the Looper. He's he's got a, he's got, yeah, Louis Louis the Looper. He's got a rep now. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we're going to put him in the ring. He knocks out Rocky. So he's going to fight him, you know, he's going to fight him in the ring. And, and this is where, you know, he's, the ring thing is kind of funny too when he does fight him because why they call it a ring when it's square? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's just saying. I think because of the bell. Oh yeah. Put him in the ring, ding. You know, I'll be damned. I mean, what else are you gonna think about then there? But you know, molar but, cheese. But molar <laughs> cheese, molar cheese, <laughs> molar cheese. Nobody knows what the hell we're talking about there either. I don't <laughs> think. Well, if you're an Abigail fan and, and a Three Stooges fan, maybe molar cheese is is when. Curly got in a ring uh, from the Three Stooges, and um, the, he would start going crazy when he'd smell perfume. What was um, it? I'm trying to think. Musk of it was some kind of perfume. I can't remember. Yeah, something. And yeah, it was and the a only thing that perfume. would calm him down is is cheese and to like tickle his feet or something. Yeah, it, it, and it would be an old piece of cheese that they would oh, get out of cheese. like oh, like a sock or something like that. Like Limburger, that Limburger cheese or whatever, yeah. and hold it up to his nose, and, and it would calm him down. And yeah, it was, but that's where Ted's the Molary cheese. <sighs> but anyways, um, excuse me. Yeah, I'm boring you, huh? No, you're not boring me. Yeah, I'm boring you guys. I put no? my twelve hours uh, in today. But no, it, I'm, I'm giving it. It's my always all. fun talking this this these comedy teams and stuff like that, uh, which we do every now and then. Um, Even when you guys aren't here, we're still talking about this yeah, crap. It, right, yeah. We can go on. We're playing and on. dominoes, we're talking about Abbott and Costello or yeah. Mars Brothers. Or, <laughs> right, right. But, but. Because that's what we do when we hang out. We play dominoes. Yes, I love, we love the dominoes. But, um. Mess with my dominoes. Yeah. So, the the other funny scene is when they get into the ring and, and they start, because uh, they're, they're going to try to frame uh, the gangsters, which, you know, well, didn't, I, uh, was I, it I Tommy? He was the... invisible and he's in there and he overhears a couple guys talking, right? Yeah. And cause I'm, I'm trying to remember a week they're ago. They're watching the fight. I don't know if they're watching the sparring or if this happened at the oh, gym. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a couple guys talking and he overhears. Yeah. You know about what happened that, right. you know, that they, there's the proof. There's the guys who killed my manager. Yeah. So now we gotta, we gotta somehow. Yeah. Basically you know, he's invisible. Tommy Nelson. So yeah, he, basically he, he, so he's, he's able to listen in on what everything's going on. And, and, and so by this way, which is why the, one power I'd love to have is invisibility because if you can't be, be seen, you, you, you can, whatever. yeah, whatever. So, you know. It, now, it, let me it, ask you a question. How come? Okay. What? Like when they show. What? A lot of people like to mention the effect of the, the smoking in it. You know, the invisible man, they show him smoking and okay. you see the smoke. How come you don't see the smoke go into the lung and, and come back out? I'm trying to think. Didn't they? They did no, that in they, one of the Invisible Man movies. They did I start. Don't know. Oh my God! Now you got me wondering uh, what. But movie that's what that you was. should have seen. Well, no, of course. You know, I was like, "How did they do that?" It's like, well, I'd have been a little bit more impressed if they had. You know. Well, it, uh, when he was eaten too, in, in the right. original, we should be seeing man. the food digest. It should be. Yeah, we should be seeing the poop move. And oh God! 
Well, technically, well... I guess everything that's inside you would be invisible. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's another hijinks at the restaurant there. Because... What's... Because what, what's... What's... Uh, what are you trying to say? What's Lou trying to order? Wasn't he trying to order a salad or, or something? Or... or and, and Tommy's sitting there, he's like, And a steak! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget what he was ordering. but, but and, yeah, a steak. and a steak! And a steak! <laughs> and they got... Yeah, and it was funny at the table, too, because he, the Tommy, who's invisible, he kept taking right. everything from and Lou. And that's about and, as loony as he gets, I think. In the and you movie. gotta love... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. he starts to get a little... about as mad as he gets. Starts to get a little drunk there, too. But, um... It's funny how the waiter too was putting a drink there, and every time Tommy would take it and move it over, the 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 waiter would look at it and go like he's pissed <laughs> off, like who Dude, the hell gives a shit? Where the hell your glasses? Well, why is it doing that? I think Wouldn't it's you more. Know? No, I think it's more that in those days in high class joints, <laughs> you know, glass had to be just so. Huh? It had to be in a specific spot on a table next to your plate. Just well, like the silverware and all that other stuff. Well, but anyways. If you don't take pride in your work, what's the point in doing better it? Better times. Oh, this is a funny scene here when uh, the detective uh, comes into the room. And uh, for some reason, Lou just decides it to wasn't cover. Wasn't 23 in this picture? Wait, what? William Frawley. Yeah, he was, he was about 23 right now. Yeah, yeah. Three years old. No, it, well, well, think about it. He's, he's probably about... 30 here? Or so? I don't know. He's he looks like 60. 34th Street. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's in a ton of shit. My Three Sons. My Three Sons, yeah. Then there's Bob. He the, makes them food. But, but what he does, he throws the blanket over him and he puts his cup on there. And I'm like, oh, why are you putting your cup on a sheet thrown over a, a, a guy? bending? Down? I mean, do, do you think the detectives, detective's really going to think that's some kind of table? He's not a very good detective. I mean... <laughs> He went to the same school Bud and Lou went to. Oh, my God. It's so funny. You know, and, and, and let, let me just throw out there a few little... Uh, some tidbits. Some, some, yeah, some trivia that I think... It, there's only a few of them, and I, I want to read them off here because uh, for the iTunes listeners and you guys here on YouTube. Um, the picture of... Doc, here's where we were talking earlier. Uh, the picture of Dr. Gray's laboratory of Griffin... Yeah. Uh, from the original Vis- Visible Man, uh, the inventor of the invisibility serum is a photo of Claude Rains, who played the title role in the Invisible Man. So uh, we did say that already. Um, another little triv- piece of trivia is a reporter asked Lou Francis, Lou Costello, who he has fought in the past. You talked about that too. He, he says he replies, Chuck Lamont and Bud Grant. Okay. Charles Lamont is the film's director, and John Grant, nicknamed Bud, is the screenwriter. Um Let's see. The uh, I, I think I mentioned that one, uh, but let's okay. Oh, this is the one I, I wanted to mention. Uh, a little bit of trivia on this movie is uh, eight twenty three Maple Lane. Oh, in yeah. this movie, is the same house on the Universal backlot as thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane, the also, otherwise known as the Monsters Mansion, and also the so, house from uh, the Burbs. The Burbs, they use yes. The one that Corey Feldman lived in. Yes, Tom Hanks. But, the, yeah. Uh, the one that Corey Feldman's painting at the beginning. Yes, that, yes. that was 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Oh, my God, The Burbs. What a fantastic film. Oh, my yes. God. It's a masterpiece. Um, yes. Lou tells Bud if Like all the films Tom Hanks going to be remembered for, it'll be The Burbs. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. 
Uh, Lou tells Bud, if that's not Tommy Nelson, it's Frankenstein. Abbott Costello <laughs> meet Frankenstein was made three years before in 1948. Um, and the last little bit of trivia is in their later films, Abbott and Costello used their real names as their characters' first names. Mm-hmm. So there you go. A little bit of trivia. Is this but, film yeah. before they had their little falling out where they did a... It must be before, because then they did like a few films where they're really not even in scenes together. Oh, yeah. No, there, there um, was a little falling out between You remember what it was them. about? I, I read what it was about. It was about that uh, Lou... I, th- I think... If, I hope I'm not getting the names mixed up. Nobody out there is going to know anyway. Um, I think Lou... Love the Burbs reviews from uh, Beyond. Yes. Now we got some excitement. Oh, my God. We... We did a good commentary on that one. Great commentary. Pointed out little details you may not have noticed in it before. Yes, go back and... uh, That's a good one. That's a good one to watch. But I think Reviews uh, was there when we did the Burbs commentary. So he's been around a long time. All the little details that that make that movie great. Um, It had something to do with, I think, Lou hired a housekeeper that... Bud had fired, <laughs> yeah. and they got really pissed at each other about yeah. this. And kind of had a falling out. And I mean, it didn't show really in the movies, but if you knew about it, you can kind of see it. Like but they, um, Yeah, except, yeah. I mean, they weren't together except for when they were shooting films. Right, right, yeah. You couldn't tell that way, but other than well, that, and, when they said what, cut... Pff, and and what happened was uh, Lou, the chubby one... Um, kind of had a little depression during that period too which was really affecting him because of you know how close he got with uh with uh, bud uh throughout all the early years so mm-hmm. that, that was also something that was um they both are kind of sickly he, that he started dealing with Bud had epilepsy like uh, yeah something and uh lou had no lou lots had... of like uh, rheumatoid fever that nearly killed him lou had epilepsy. Oh, did I, did I switch it? Yes. Strike that, reverse it. Yes, the chubby one. Okay? <laughs> Just so in case people don't know who No, no, is. please. But, um, no, he's the one that had epilepsy. And he always was concerned, especially when he was on stage during live performances, that he, he would get caught, you know, with a, having a seizure on set, mm. you know? And um, was something that he, he, he lived with, but was always scared of. Uh, now, you, you ever know, see anybody you know, have, like, a real seizure and... Contort and twist and no, no man, it's not cool. It's no, not I cool. can imagine. I can imagine. Not cool. I have. But anyways, yeah. Um, so so yeah. I mean, you know, pretty much that's kind of well. Let's. How about the ending of the movie? Let's. Yeah, get to tell the me end the of end of the movie. movie. The well, the ending of the movie was them pretty much. Tommy Nelson does what he set out mm-hmm. to do and 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 gets these gangsters caught by keeping him in the room. Check out and, the spaghetti scene. What's that? The spaghetti scene. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the spaghetti scene, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, the invisible, they're going up like that, and it just pops, and it goes invisible. But, now we know um, where Lady and the Tramp got it. See, if I had time, I was going to do some uh, little invisible stuff like we did with the Invisible Man, oh, but I, I didn't have any time, but anyway, Maybe you could just go back in and erase us. And digitally <laughs> erase erase us. us. <laughs> yeah, digitally, like George, I'll be George Lucas Or just leave while. our eyes. <laughs> I'll be George Lucas for a while. Don't be Lucas. But, um, but yeah, you know, they end up getting uh, the gangsters. Tommy Nelson ends up in the hospital getting a serum. Uh, well, no, that he's getting a blood because he gets shot during all this. You know, yeah. in, in the melee of catching the bad guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some gunplay, and Tommy gets a, a shot and starts <laughs> losing some blood. Yeah. So he needs a transfusion and evidently uh, lose the one that can give him a blood transfusion. Yeah. 
Um, and I guess some of the invisible, even though he, yeah. you know, lose blood makes Tommy better come, come back. Well, yeah. at least turn visible again. But I guess Lou ends up turning invisible. Right, and I don't know why. But the doctor says, eh, well, "That's not nice. healthy. Someone else's blood's yeah. going. That ain't healthy." <laughs> the the doctor does say he goes he goes uh, he won't be invisible for long. Right. But I, I like that Lou got out of bed and he was totally invisible, which means mm-hmm. that they were laying there totally naked. I guess. I mean, did no they hospital gowns? Did no they nothing. need to be naked? Well, if you wanted it to be funny, because it starts right. to wear off pretty quick, because he thinks yeah. he's going to be slick out, out in the hallways, yeah, yeah. Oh, and all of a sudden... He's kissing a nurse, you know, and you can see kind of, you know, the yeah, kissing the nurse on the lips, and, and you know, hitting the fanny and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, right as he wakes up, usually you're vomiting right after you get up from, you know, the anesthesia, you know, and... You know, not Lou. Now he starts, yeah, he starts he's, materializing, he's and for yeah. some reason, at the very end, his legs are on backwards, <laughs> which I don't get. Yeah, no, they end the film with him revisibility or whatever. It ain't no word. Revisibility, <laughs> and his legs are on backwards, and he's running forwards, but, yeah. but it's backwards. Yeah, so somehow, as he turned normal again, his body like, parts. Whoa, what twisted. are you doing? <laughs> you know? And that was the movie, you know. And so it, it ended. Is that kinda, boots? There's boots. Yeah, boots, boots. Oh yeah, boots. But, is but you know what? But a, a, a great film. I, I thought it was very funny. A, a, a great Abbott and Costello. I give film. it two and a half out of five stars. Oh my lord! Okay. Well, it's... Eh, you know what? I'll give it a. I'll give it a three and a half. Out All of five right. Stars. I know you're gonna give it more. Yeah, I mean, a three and a half out of five stars. So. Not the one that you should start with. No, don't start <laughs> with this movie. Um, I would say, especially our audience, yeah. uh, Abbott and Costello, Costello meet Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Or if you just like Abbott and Costello, try Buck Privates. Yeah, that, or, or in the Navy, a... which is mm-hmm. kind of one of my favorites. I think Buck Privates yeah. has like their classic who's on first yeah, uh, yeah, skit yeah. in there. So, I mean, we've all heard it, but... But in the Navy has some very classic routines, you know, the where they're on the ship and they're drinking water and they're trying not to laugh. And this was all improv, but they kept it in the movie. Yep. They just, you know, they kept cracking up. And, and it was a movie that Shemp was in, uh, played kind of a bigger uh, kind of a bigger role in this in that movie mm-hmm. in the Navy. Shemp uh, was in shit before. Oh, you know, he was. He was in Charlie Chance. Yep. Um, he, he was in... Um, uh, a, a lot of older movies back Field. then. He's yeah, in the bank yeah. dick. Yeah, he's in because uh, the bar I think is called the Black Pussy or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he did his own shorts. Some of them which yeah, were reworked yeah. for the Stooges because he did them before. Right, like right. the um, oh, do you remember the Exterminator one where Mo, Larry, and Curly have the, like the little cannon pointed at the mouse hole? <laughs> and yeah, strings. yeah. Shemp did that first in a short yeah. earlier than that. And right, they, right, and they right. Reused it. Yeah, no, Shemp did... And Shemp was like the Mo character. He was like the straight guy. Yeah, Shemp did some stuff, man. Mm-hmm. But but he was on he was in uh in the navy with them and and uh but they were all on deck on this. It was just it was just a it's a great movie, man. And, and that scene when they get going, they it, they were cracking me up, man. So it just gets you going and gets you gets you laughing so much. But but anyways, um yeah, that's kind of um Kind of the the show this week. That's the shizzle. Um, you know, I think I we think stretched gonna, that one out a good long way. I think we did, yeah. And, and I think 
We're going to come back with um, a newer movie next week. Newish, yes. Something within the last five years, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and it's going to be horror. So you're going to get some. You're going to get some horror. That's all you're going to get. Horror. Yeah, I got to get some new horror. Horror. But um, (laughs) and hopefully, hopefully you get to see very soon. Horror. Dino and Ted's uh, horror movie. Halloween fan film short. That we got going on. It's going to be a horror movie. F- from indie, from our Indiegogo's. That's and, all and, you people want. And our GoFundMe's and stuff. <laughs> you guys, I want horror. Sounds like want? something my mom you, said. You, you time. want horror? That's all you want to watch is horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so you know what? Uh, there you go. Uh, let me get all this stuff out, out of the way for the people on iTunes That's right. and. For you guys speaking, uh, links are always below. Become a Patreon. Me and Ted are about to go over there live. That's right. And talk about this Friday the 13th box set that just came out. We do this every week. We uh, An extra video just for the patrons. This thing is tits, um, man. Which I should... <laughs> I should uh, thank my patrons and put up the... Uh, there we go. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Dolly Parton. Oh. Um, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, Donnie Patton, our newest uh, patron. Uh, but uh, appreciate it, you guys. And, um, yeah, with that said, I think we're going to end the show and move over to Patreon and do this Friday the 13th box set. And next week we'll have a new one, um, newer movie. And again, everybody on iTunes, I want to really get this out there. Uh, you guys listening, please give us some feedback on iTunes. Um, please. The, sh- the show over there that you listen to usually is a lot different. Uh, usually have uh, it's edited a little bit differently than the YouTube. Uh, so uh, you got that. And thank you guys all for uh, supporting the show. And with that said, Everybody in the chat, thanks everybody for stopping by uh, mm-hmm. that did. And who are stopping by now on uh, replay. DVRs replay. are a fantastic thing, right? Oh, Ken? I guess so. Yes, they are. Yeah. So, with that said, uh, we will check you guys out next week. Love, peace, and chicken grease.